Networking and Marketing Made Simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind-the-scenes look into the real-world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me, and now let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to a, another episode of Entrepreneur Rescue Mission and network and Networking and Marketing Made Simple. This is another dual episode, and um, we love doing these, and Chris and Lori Harder, who have been mentors and, and coaches at one time of Nancy and myself, uh, we actually love what they do. They, they do kind of these husband and wife episodes called He Said, She Said, which we find very entertaining, very amusing, but also very, very helpful. So what we're going to be talking about in today's episode, and this is going to be completely off the cuff. I have no clue what Nancy's going to say, and she has no clue what I'm going to say. She could probably surmise what I'm about to say, um, knowing that you know I, I talk about specific things and I can guess what she's going to kind of talk about. But what we are going to be talking about is how to create better content for and on social media to stand out among the noise. And I think this is... Um, a two a twofold type issue because number one, not only do people struggle being consistent showing up on social media, they may be showing up consistently, but what they feel is they struggle because they think their content stinks and they're not creating good content. No one's engaging, no one's liking, no one's really going on that journey to get to know them better. So we wanted to kind of go over just off the cuff, just riffing a little bit. What Nancy and I have found in our years and years of experience in this arena, how to create better content to stand out among the noise. And Nance, I'm going to throw the mic over to you first. So what what have you found? And obviously, you wrote a book uh, called How to Build Your Personal Brand on Social Media. So you gave a lot of helpful tips in that book. It's brilliant. And if you haven't grabbed a copy, it's on Amazon. So what have you found? Because again, social media is ever evolving. AI is ever evolving. Uh, there's more content being pumped out. It seems like every second on social media. W what have you found uh, is a, a great way to create better content to stand out among the noise? Yeah. So, man, I can tell you how much content is out there, right? You know, and it's been that way for a while, but now you add in uh, AI, ChatGPT, you know, people pumping out content left and right. So there's lots out there. Uh, but what I can say is the first tip is don't be generic. <laughs> okay. You know, I think everyone under the sun, you know, uh, can search or Google, you know, some basic information. Um, do a little bit more work, you know, do a little bit more research and, you know, come up with content that's really going to uh, help your audience and is really going to obviously help them, um, you know, learn something, help them solve a problem, help them dig into stuff that is current, right, that they're currently doing. And so again, just because certain tools are available, right, I love ChatGPT, right, I think it's a great brainstorming tool, I think it's a great place to go. If you need some inspiration, uh, you want to obviously come up with different topics, things like that. But what I would say to you is 
don't be generic, right? You know, it might pump out like, Hey, you know, give people three tips on how to, I mean, we'll use this episode as an example, right? Like three tips, how to stand out, you know, in a uh, crowded social media world. Well, it can give you some tips, but make sure you do your research and you're able to apply it to, you know, what's going on currently and share stories, you know, and put some effort into it because, you're human. Okay. And you're obviously trying to connect with other humans. So don't be generic is my first uh, tip there. Um, and then also I'm going to use this tip from, um, so there's a internet marketer. His name is Andy Crestadina and Scott knows I'm kind of like a little bit of a fan, um, but you know, he's actually been around for quite I'm a so, while. I'm so proud of you. You got his name, right? I know it's so funny. I kept saying his name like Crestodonia and like like all these different things. And I was trying to remember it. I actually wrote it down in a little note card. Um, but I came across him because someone had actually posted um, you know, how much they loved his content and his, you know, leadership and knowledge around his content. And uh I went, you know, and I checked him out. I actually ordered his book and it's fantastic. Uh, but one thing that he talks about uh, in, you know, a lot of things that he teaches around content is make sure to kind of process your content through a filter, which is this little filter that asks when the reader looks at your information and looks at your content, it should do three things. And the first thing that it should do is it should allow them to do something. And what I mean is, is your information should provide them actionable steps to complete something, uh, tools or content that solves their problem, right? So that's the first thing that your content, you know, could do. The second one uh, as part of that filter is your content should allow your viewer to learn something. Okay, so whether it's providing supporting evidence, facts, research, expert input, all that kind of good stuff, right? You know, we want to make sure that obviously it leads them uh, to be able to learn something. Uh, and then the last one is, is does your content allow the reader or the viewer to feel something? Okay, so this could be just, again, you sharing your, your voice, your perspective, your opinions. Um, sorry, that's my dog. I'm <laughs> hacking. Uh, and then also to trigger emotion, right? Whenever you have opinions and views. And again, no one is you. So by posting generic content, it's just stuff. Okay. It's just more stuff out there and we can get enough stuff, but we want thought leadership. We want authentic content. We want stuff that teaches us, that shows us how to fix a problem. So that little filter I thought was great. And again, that's from Andy Crestadina. He's the um, CEO of Orbit Media uh, Studios. And again, he's actually the original, I think he started email marketing uh, back in the day and, and a lot of around content marketing. So he's brilliant. But anyway, so that is just a couple things. Uh, and then full transparency, right? Because, you know, Scott and I really believe sometimes, you know, giving a peek behind the curtain for years. Um, in fact, the last couple of years, I've really kind of just repurposed content, um, you know, that I've had around for a while. I haven't really, you know, delved too deep in my own content. And lately, I don't know what happened, um, but I think it's, you know, probably the surge of all this generic content coming out that I'm like, you know what? All right. It's time to kind of brush off, you know, the old keyboard and, and brush off, uh, you know, some of the content that I have created uh, and go back and actually, um, you know, dive in a little bit deeper and create better content, right? You know, that's going to be better for my audience and so on and so forth. So you're going to start seeing some cool stuff, you know, for BYB agency. So what are your thoughts, Scott? You know, I don't have as 
lengthy thoughts as you. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> not, not, not that that's, that's, that's a bad thing. Yeah, we're um, very different, right? I'm very type A, I'm analytical. I'm an Enneagram seven. Like, you know, I'm very like this. And Scott is a little different there. <laughs> so for me, you know, obviously as social media has, has evolved, your, your content kind of evolves with it. But something that I always lean on, no matter what I'm doing, is market research. So for me, what's enabled me to consistently pump out content that engages my audience is I try to post relevant things that they actually want to know about. So you know, people ask me all the time, how do you get more people to engage in your stuff? Or I would say the better question they ask me is, why is no one engaging in my content? And I said, there's typically two reasons. Number one, your content stinks. Uh, or number two, you have the wrong audience, meaning your content may be really good, but the audience that you have built doesn't need to hear your message. So this is why Nancy and I always talk about thinking about no matter what social media platform you're on, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or whatever, you need to be thinking about your ideal client or your power partner that would align with a similar message that you have. So for me, what, what helps me streamline my process and enable me to share my message across all of social media um, outside of uh, what we do with BYOB Social is for me, I, I rely wholeheartedly on market research from my audience on LinkedIn. So a lot of people that follow me on LinkedIn, obviously, are there to learn my tips and everything, but also now on Instagram um, and Facebook, and now most recently on TikTok, which is kind of cool because I'm just streamlining the process. But I always ask my audience on LinkedIn two poll questions per week. And I take the temperature of my general network and two groups that I uh, engage in and very regularly with. And that helps me because what I do is I ask I ask industry-related or market research type questions that is going to reveal a pain point that the audience that I'm polling has, which tells me, okay, they're voicing a very common problem. So I can fill that, that void in that problem with a solution. And that solution is the content that you want to create. Now you have some options then. You can do a video, you can do a post, you can write a blog or a long form article or a newsletter, um, or just do you know a, a regular post. But you need to make sure, and we call this the you know the the passenger side perspective, the person that's sitting on the other side of the computer screen or staring at their phone, reading your content, is what you're creating, crafting, and posting, giving them value with something that they want to know about. So long windedly for me, what has enabled me and many of the people that Nancy and I work with to get better engagement with staying what they're doing on social media and standing out is being a person of value. I think if we cut through everything that we both said, when you show up on social media as someone that is touted and highly regarded as someone of high value, people will look to your content, they will look to engage with you, and they will look to know, like, and trust you. So for me, what has helped and I know would help you is conduct market research polls. And the beautiful thing is you can do polls on Instagram, you can do polls on Facebook, and you can do polls on LinkedIn. So find out what people are struggling with, provide the solution to that problem with the content that you create. 
And Nancy, that's what I got for you. Nice. Okay. And so for everyone listening to, so I've actually been working hard on updating. So we have a workshop, right? That's going to be coming up on July 24th. Um, and it's during the day. So it's kind of a lunch and learn. Uh, and I'm super excited about it. And, you know, we've been doing the simple content creation workshop for a few years now, and I'm so excited to update it um, to, you know, everything that's going on and, and current. And as I'm going through, I figured it'd be kind of fun on this uh, episode, you know, of us uh, doing this to kind of give you some ideas, right, of some content that you can create. And so as I was doing some research and putting it together, um, you know, wanted to give you that inspiration. So one thing that you guys can do is, um, you know, actually, uh, and obviously it depends on your industry, um, but obviously mapping out some different, you know, problems and pain points that your clients have and actually listing them out on a piece of paper. I mean, this is like the simplest exercise um, on the left-hand side. It's all the problems and pain points, you know, that obviously apply to what it is that you do uh, and then how you solve them right on the right-hand side. And that's going to be great content, right? That you can start to create. And that could look like a video. Right. You know, I know obviously we're shooting this actually, you know, for those of you listening to it on podcasts, uh, you're going to hear the audio, but we're also shooting this on video as well. And so those topics, those problems, those pain points, you can shoot a two to five minute video, right? It doesn't have to be all that long and you can actually cover, you know, those particular pain points, you know, how do you create content, you know, simply for your business? Uh, you know, here's three tips, how to X, Y, Z. So that can all be right. Short little videos. Uh, they could be, um, even quick reels that you could do on like Instagram or even TikTok, uh, Facebook reels, obviously now, uh, you could also, um, you know, do podcast episodes. So that's just really, I'm talking about the basics of what you can do there. Uh, the other thing too is, you know, LinkedIn is a great place to actually share uh, and, and comment on other people's uh, posts and information. So let's say you have a few favorite blog posts um, that you came across and you're really like, wow, this is really some great information. You can actually share that information and then provide your opinion on top of that, right? That's a way to obviously stay current. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You're not even creating a ton of content. You're actually sharing someone else's but you're adding your own thoughts and views on it, which again, makes you a thought leader, makes you someone who has an opinion. And sometimes people follow people just to kind of see what their thoughts on things are. In fact, I love, I'm like, Ooh, what is this person saying about, you know, the latest trends and things like that. Um, the other thing that you can do is um, interviewing someone. Okay. So think about your industry. Um, in fact, I even use this as a, like, I always go back to like real estate, you know, cause I did that in the past. Um, but let's say for example, you're a realtor and you interview maybe a local business owner in the area. And literally you're just interviewing that person and you're asking, what are your favorite things to do in the area? You know, when did you start this business? What are some things that you love about this area? And again, you're not only highlighting obviously that business owner, but you are also putting valuable information out there for people who might be looking to move into the area, which also showcases, you know, why someone should hire you as a realtor. Cause you know a lot about the area. Um, the other thing that you can do as well is, um, you know, going through and providing uh, examples of how you solved problems. Okay. And what I mean is kind of giving people a peek behind the scenes. You know, if you built a successful online business and that's what you help other people do, sharing, right, some of the stories along the way. Again, making yourself relevant. Uh, I love uh, someone who does this is Amy Porterfield. 
right? I love how transparent and honest she is. In fact, you know, I was telling Scott the other day, right? We're noticing a trend uh, in some of the launching, right? Some things that are working, some things that aren't working. And she was very open and honest about, you know, how her workshops have been going and how her launches have been going. And it's not, you know, the same. Um, and so I just really appreciate that transparency. Well, your audience will appreciate that as well. And if you can leave them with some tips and some takeaways where they can learn something and then they can take action on it to prevent it, um, that's going to be huge. And again, that can apply to a lot of different industries and things. And then the last thing I'll just throw out there, guys, is we're all humans. So if you guys watch TV, if you guys are, you know, had just watched an awesome movie, um, maybe there's a book that you just read, a podcast, something impactful, right, that makes you feel or, you know, really causes you to have some kind of emotion, share that right? People, again, relate to that type of thing. And you can always circle it back and somehow connect it, uh, you know, to the work that you do for others. So again, those are some out of the box kind of personal, right? Things that you can do um, outside of just creating, you know, the regular day-to-day -day content. Uh, and I always love kind of behind the scenes, what you're working on type DL post, where you can take a picture of your workspace and, you know, just again, humanize yourself. Um, so those are just a few. And uh, to finalize everything that we said today, as we mentioned last week, Nancy and I are doing a free content creation workshop. Uh, we're going to be teaching you about the power of not only understanding what your content buckets are, but understanding uh, what some of those topics within your content buckets or your pillar content that you can then create and repurpose. Uh, it's a completely free workshop. It starts next Monday, July 24th through July 27th. They are all lunch and learn sessions from 1 to 2 p.m. EDT, live and recorded, completely free. Replays are available until Sunday. Yes, Nancy? Yeah, well, and I was just going to say, you know, the things that we're going to cover is, you know, why we need to create content in the first place, right? And having a goal for it. We're also going to go over our framework for actually creating content quicker, right? You know, in our workflow each week, we'll also have different strategies of how you can create, you know, different pieces of content quickly, how you can stay organized and how you can actually get a system in place, right? We got to have systems, uh, systems equal consistency for your content creation process. So it's going to be a good one. And like I said, I'm updating everything. So it's going to be new and different for all of you who have maybe attended in the past. Um, we're going to definitely update it and uh, really dig into some personal content. And uh, I'll share some tips that uh, even Scott and I are going to be doing uh, going forward with our content. Yep. And, and again, if you're interested, obviously it's completely free. Everyone gets a workbook, private Facebook group access. Uh, if you go to the description of this episode or open the email that obviously you found this episode in, you will find the registration link. So everyone, we hope you found today's episode helpful, enjoyable, but also thought-provoking. Have a great rest of your day, love and gratitude, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, 
please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net, where you can schedule a free discovery call with me, where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.